when I was, when I was teaching, I'd be like, oh, re- really? This 12-year-old girl is like almost as bad as me? You're listening to the Dude Nature Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Dude Nature Podcast. We're coming to you live from Mom's living room, as always. I am here with my brother, Adam. Hey, brother Adam's here. Adam, what's your gripe today? Noah, these are the gripes we gripe to each other for 30 seconds each about something mildly irritating. My gripe today is an oldie but a goodie. There we go. Now my headphones are good. Coffee, right? If it's not in an insulated cup and it's or it's not in a heated pad, it gets cold really fast. It gets cold in like 10 minutes. And I just wish that that didn't happen because it really sucks. No, I, how do people how do people deal with that is also another thing. How do people take coffee in their mugs and then just enjoy it cold in ten no, minutes? It, how is that acceptable? It absolutely blows. Can I can I ask you? But here's the other thing too: when you microwave coffee, yeah, it 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 doesn't taste the same when it's hot when it's freshly brewed than if you microwave it. It tastes like shit. Yeah, do you know microwave I mean? coffee is so, ass. Do you do you remember like Curb Enthusiasm last season? How he had the warmer on the bottom of his mug. Yes, is that a real right. thing? Right, because that's that that's a good idea. Well, yeah, there's insulated mugs, right? I mean, the problem with insulated mugs is that it's insulated both ways, so you can't feel the hotness from your hand on the mug. You don't get the satisfaction of feeling warmth through your body I'd rather, because of the insulation. Yeah, I'd rather the hot. I'd rather the hotness. No, I know, but a lot of it is just having a hot beverage well, around. I really hot th- thing. Well, I don't think the problem with cold coffee is that if you microwave that said coffee, it tastes like diarrhea. Like when you microwave the coffee, when it you just nuke ruins it. it ruins the entire thing. Yeah. And then you get like your pot like last night's pasta becomes in your coffee. Yeah, I think we really need to figure something out because it's not okay that the coffee gets cold in 10 minutes. No, it's not okay. My my gripe today, and I think I've I've had this one before. I just completed a an at-home workout. If you have a dog and you're working out at home, um, you're just when you work out, you just get dog hair inside of you while you work out, and it's awful. So you'll be doing push-ups, breathing hard, and I'll just be swallowing dog hair, and it's a lot. Guys, I want to thank Deanna Deanna ninety four. Thank you so much for the for the amazing review on iTunes. Um, also, I think we kind of figured out what's happening with the reviews. Apple Podcasts and iTunes split, so I guess some of our reviews are on Apple Podcasts, some are on iTunes. Thank you so much, everyone, for reviewing, especially yep. Deanna. It really, really helps us. So please go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever, and uh, leave us a review. It really, really helps us, and it's, it's just awesome. Other reviews, shout out now that I've found them. Scooter878 le- left us a Ligma, and then Nadine. Nadine, thank you so much for the nice review as well. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank you, Nadine. everyone. Thank you. Um, Adam. Yeah. Did you... Yes, sir. Oh, sorry. Go this ahead. This podcast is sponsored by who? You know who. The one and the only. Four Sigmatic. By the Four Sigmatic coffee. Whatever you guys are drinking. It's not Four Sigmatic. It's, if it's not Four Does Sigmatic. Does it make your nips hard? If your, your nipples are super, super hard, most likely it is Four Sigmatic, and then mm-hmm. you're good to go. But if they're not hard, go, not get your, go, go to, go to foursigmatic.com. Use offer code DUDE underscore nature. Underscore nature. Mm-hmm. To get 10% off Force Amount of Coffee. And it's fucking dank. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. That's your dude nature, all one word. 
no exclamation mark, no underscore. <laughs> I have a gripe too. Yeah, sure. Everyone that got a, a Dude Nature mug from us. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. Apparently, you weren't supposed to use it in the dishwasher because we have like we have a mug, and I can see that the Dude Nature is washing off on it. Yeah. And just that's what you get. Uh, uh, for me, me for purchasing, trying trying to get a deal on the mugs yeah. and purchasing the dude nature, mugs from China. It has almost completely mugs from China, washed, honestly. washed off the. Basically, mug. I guess you weren't supposed to, you weren't supposed to wash them. I don't know why anyone why they would make the non washable version. It's really on brand. It's a half assed mug. So <laughs> half assed podcast. So basically, your mug right now, yeah, it has dude nature washed away, and mm-hmm. it's good because we are. It's a wash podcast, right? And it's a wash mug, and, and the mugs yeah. the mugs are yeah. You get it, Millennium Falcon. Uh, it's totally on brand. Okay, it's ready. Are you ready to play a game? I'm ready to play a game. Okay, if you go to the Dude Nature Picture Share, I yeah. want to show you someone named Miguel. Sorry, not Miguel. Antonio Montero of Texas. Okay. Okay, do you see a dude sitting in front of a large stack of what look like books? Um. Yes. Okay, I, here, well, let me, let me describe. Yeah. There's a dude. Okay, he looks, he is a fat, he's a fat, he looks a little portly dude. Surrounded by shelves with, I think. Oh my god! Shelves I just saw. Games. I just opened the new danger picture right here yeah. and saw something else. Yeah, yeah, but, that's for later, baby. Okay, that's for, that's later. for later, baby. Holy shit! Yeah. Okay. Let's talk, right. talk about this dude sitting in front of the shelves of video games. Okay, there are so, shelves yeah, and so shelves of video games. Like a those shit aren't ton. books. Those aren't books. Those are no, video games. No, they're not. Okay, collected by Antonio Montero. Um. Of course, he would have this in Texas for some reason. Just someone who collected video games. Well, because there's nothing to do outside. Well, in the summer, right? What people don't realize is that they think, like, the winters suck in the Northeast, right? The winters suck a lot of places in the U.S. Mm-hmm. The summers suck in Texas. And, I mean, they suck. They suck. It is, like, 110 every single day. You can't go outside. Okay, some of the weird... So, he has 20,139 games in his collection. 20,139? As, as of 2018, yes. Jesus. 20,000 games in his collection. How do you even get a warehouse big enough 20, to store all Can you imagine games? storing all those games? How does he index the games, you know? How are they sorted? Are they alphabetical? Or are they by console, I wonder? Does he have a romantic partner? Right. Those are the, those are the real That's questions we're going to be asking. And does she game? Do you need a romantic partner if you have 20,139 games? That's the real question. Okay, some of the weird items he has in there is he has a, a, uh, a game for the Nintendo, like Super Nintendo, Really old Nintendo called Max Basic Rifle Marksmanship Program. It was sold exclusively to the U.S. military for shooting practice and was never sold to the public. Yeah, it sounds like a tight game. Isn't that tight? Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so I guess this isn't really a game so much as something that I thought was really cool. I just wanted to share with you and really crazy. It's the world's biggest video game collection. It's the world's biggest video game collection. Over 20,000 video games. Yeah. Uh, he has some games on Sega Dreamcast. Remember that thing? called Timeless Math, which is a series of math games. In Antonio's words, you are supposed to go into school and then play these math games, okay, was question. the thought. But has he played all the games? He, okay, so how does he decide what to play, right? 
Well, and has he played the games? Here's what he says. Here's what he says. He says, I have a sub-list of games of other games that I want to play and focus on playing each to a conclusion prior to moving on to another. Periodically, I refresh that list based on new acquisitions or new releases that interest me. Why did he do this? Why does he do this? He def- yeah. He's I don't know. There's no way. He, he said he started collecting them when he was eight. Yeah. There's 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 no way. Do you know what his favorite sex. game is? There's no sex going on for him. What's his favorite game? Is he having sex? Do you think? No, he's not having sex. There's no way. There's no time for sex. There's no time for sex. What, what time does he have for sex? Sex is a distraction. Sex is a, yeah. <laughs> Who needs to have sex when you have twenty thousand one hundred thirty-nine games? Yeah. Just have sex with the games. Yeah. Right. What's his favorite game? What do you think? Uh, his favorite game of all time. Well, he's a collector. He's a collector. So he's right? kind of like so he's into like into mis- the retro. Yeah, stuff. retro. Yep. Yeah, it's a retro game. It's a retro What's game. What's his favorite game of all time? Mm-hmm. Oh no. Well, his his favorite game is probably masturbation because that's original, what he's doing it, a lot it, of. It, I mean, it could be the original Mario. Mm-hmm. It's called Castlevania Four, which he describes as a masterpiece. I watched a video about it. It's a side-scrolling game released in 1991. It's like Prince of Persia style. Where the player's only weapon is a metal whip. That's all you get the whole game. You have a metal whip. Whip. And you fight a big Dracula at the end. That's his favorite game of all time. Okay. Out of the out of the bajillion games that he has. Yeah. Also, <laughs> also, like, I bet somewhere in that where is he, he master? Where is, does he have a jerk at station? Where because he, where is he master? At some point, honestly. if you have that many games, you're just gonna say, Okay, you know what? It's over for me. I'm gonna yeah. set up a jerk station. Talking about masturbation, or whatever. This is unrelated, but mm-hmm. uh, me, me and my lovely fiance, we had to go look at wedding venue. We looked at wedding venues the other day. Yeah, I'm just the the wedding thing. You know, I'm very happy. She's, I'm, I'm very happy. I want her to have the wedding she wants. I'm not really. It's not really. I'm not really into it that much. Yeah. So, so we're looking at. Do wedding. you have artistic freedom to say this stuff right now? When she, is she is she in the living room? I'm gonna go Do ahead. Have a bogey. In the I'm living gonna room? go ahead and say it. I'm gonna go yeah. ahead and say go it. Go ahead. Um. So. I, I said that there were these fire pits in this one place, and I was like, this is a great place for people to smoke joints after the wedding. And <laughs> and she called me, she's been calling me um, uh, vulgar and immature. Oh, that's, yeah? <laughs> Those are your adjectives now? So that's why I am now. <laughs> vulgar and immature. Is that your pronoun? I'm not just immature, I'm also vulgar. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? It is awesome. No, what's our uh, topic today? Our topic today is world records, specifically the Guinness world records. Guinness. Yeah, overview. Okay, I'm going to go into... The biggest human penis. Oh yes, the demographics. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> you we. This is really an episode for us. I yeah, just honestly, be clear. this is really for us. Let me tell you, we were talking so about. If you want to we check out do, right now? That's okay. We we're talking about what we we're gonna do, and we we just want to talk about the biggest penis on the earth. I don't know if anyone cares or is everyone's gonna be grossed out, but I needed to discuss it. And also tatas. And also biggest penis on the earth, biggest breasts on the earth. Okay, we're not sexist here. Mm-hmm. Demographics of the most average human being, which is like my favorite thing I stumbled on. Oh, I love that. How funny is that? Yeah. Some random records. Uh, Records about working out mm-hmm. um, and some video game records. You already said one. Adam, what do you have for us? Uh, I'm going to talk about food. Mainly food and then aviation at halftime, which I thought was really cool. Okay, awesome. Adam, in beginnings that don't suck, you have six seconds to tell us everything we need to know to enjoy the episode. Are you ready? Yes, I am. I am ready. Three, two, one, go. The Guinness Book of World Records is a reference book published annually which lists world records both of human achievements and the extremes of the natural world. Okay, here's how it started. In November 1951, an English... South African engineer dude named Sir Hugh Beaver. That's his real name. Sir Hugh Beaver went on a shooting party in Ireland, okay? He missed a shot. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. He's an English, English... South African. Okay, South gotcha. African colony of England, I, I understand. Right? So I don't know, maybe he went back. So he's South African. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Hugh Beaver. 
Okay, it was on a shooting party in Ireland. A shooting party. Well, I shooting party. I guess like they would go go hunt birds. You know, you go out in the forest. He was on a buds. hunt. He was on a hunt. Okay. A shooting party. Right. Otherwise known as a hunt. Right. I don't know why I wrote shooting party. Okay. Good. Uh, he shot at a golden plover. Jewish people don't do this. No, this no. is not. Jewish people don't go on like shooting parties. He shot at the plover, and he became it's a bird. He became involved in an argument afterwards after he missed the bird over what was the fastest game bird in Europe. Okay. Yeah, and he realized that there was no factual checking to figure this out. It was just a bar argument. So Hugh, he also happened to be the managing director of the Guinness Brewery. So he had this idea. Wow. Yeah, he had this I idea. I did not know they were connected. That these stupid arguments must be happening in pubs everywhere, and pubs that you know he was managing as well. And so he commissioned twin brothers who owned a London fact-checking business. I don't know what that actually means in 1950. There the Jews are. Right, there they are. I mean, they're not Jewish. I mean, they could have. They could have been. That's where the Jews would have yeah. come in in the story. They owned a London fact-checking business to publish the book. Okay? And then and publish the book they did. So today, we honor this book, and we take a look at some amazing world records. And wait, he called this Guinness World Records because it's like bar world records, right? Yeah, exactly. Wait, that is that is crazy the beer is connected to yeah this. he's like i'm having an argument and everybody in my bar I, in my bar <laughs> must be having an argument about something that they can't fact check so, so it, i'll make this book it's just called guinness not because it's the dude's last name that yeah, made it but exactly. because people were just drinking guinness in bars where they discussed this it's called guinness because he was the director of the guinness brewery right and also adam they discussed it in bars where they were drinking right also guinness. that but i, I think he connect. wanted to, he wanted so to see piggyback that, that's on the, the connection he wanted to piggyback second on the brand level. it's called second level i don't connection. know if it has anything to do with guinness beer i hate you that's but fine he, he owned a guinness brewery no but it didn't have it had to do the fact that they're drinking guinness and making the the arguments right yeah probably okay. drinking yeah. guinness um mm-hmm. the theme the yeah give me give me the music hit me okay hit me are you ready for our new theme song uh Oh, I like it. I'm I'm getting into I'm into it is the thing. Keep it going. And a weird ending too. Once again, I have no control. Once I press the button for the sound effect, I have no I, control over the like, stops. I like or the when weird. It the weird ending is good. No, was our the theme. theme for this episode is mm-hmm. uh, one that I learned. You can get lots of money for just having the biggest penis or the biggest breasts. Like if you just were born with just a very the biggest of something. You, that's it. You're good. What if you're just the biggest asshole? I think you can get a lot of money for being the, being the biggest asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, if you're the big, you're just born the biggest of something, you just get money for it. What if you were the biggest vagina? Adjective. That is something that, so let me tell you, when I did the outline for this episode, mm-hmm. I was inside of a coffee shop. And so I looked up biggest breasts mm-hmm. and that was really tough because I was like trying to hide the screen with my, you know, with myself. Because there were just a bunch of pictures of breasts. And I after that, I just really couldn't bring myself to do biggest vagina and have everyone just look everyone behind me. What do you think? Look you at would, a huge what do you vagina. think you would have liked people seeing more? A vagina or a breast? I think a breast is less weird. People are like, oh, it's a dude looking at I was at gonna go the other way. No, but listen, if you see a dude just looking at huge vaginas, it's weirder. If you see a dude looking at breasts, it's obviously like porny related, right? But if you see a dude looking at vaginas, he might be an uh what's it called? Zero killer. No, no, a doctor of a vagina doctor. Damn you it. You ever seen vagina by itself? Not it's for not, me. It's not for you. I, it, not you know, for me. it could be like for Just a scientific vagina, purpose. Looking at a breast, itself, not like, for me. What, like what is all the deal with the science of breast? You know, you get, it's a breast, it's a breast, you know. Okay, what's your section? You start. Okay. Uh, we're going to start with food. Give it to me. All right. So the most expensive fungus in the world is what? 
You probably know it. Quarter, it's not a cordyceps. <clears throat> no, no, it's definitely not a cordyceps. Oh, it's fucking, it's a mushroom. It's a mush. It's a mushroom. Well, like, is it a mushroom? I'm not sure. It's a mushroom. It's the white truffle, the Piedmont white truffle. So October is truffle season. Okay, this little thing is as small as a golden potato. It's about if you make an okay sign with your hand. What that's is how a small fucking, a truffle? What is. is a truffle? That little okay it. sign with your hand in the circle. Yeah, it sells for three thousand dollars. <laughs> that little truffle. So is this the most expensive fungus? It is the most world's most expensive fungus. Why does it sell for three thousand uh, dollars? Apparently, it has like this amazing woodsy nutty flavor. What's the deal with truffles? I've never had a truffle, but the reason they're so expensive is because they taste good and they're very very hard to acquire because they grow a foot underground. You need a trained dog to get to them, or traditionally a pig. So people would use pigs to get to these truffles. Pig truffles because they're really good at smelling them. But the pigs ended up eating too much of the truffles when they found it. Right. Because they couldn't train the pig not How to eat it. get it not to so eat it? So now they have dogs because apparently you can train the dog not to munch on it. Even though, yeah, you know, my dog, fucking my dog will eat a sock. Good fucking you know, luck. It, good so. fucking luck, honestly. Uh, really with that. Sure. Yeah. Does that take five years to train okay, them not to eat it? Okay, great job getting it with your mouth. Now don't eat it. I mean, literally you're going to take five years to train that out. Okay, cool. Next. Now, my dog has a problem of trying to sniff other people's penises when he... Hey. When he one comes thing, up to a one stranger. Thing about your dog, just swipe. Can you explain the swiping that my dog does? When Blue Adam's dog comes up to a, uh, a stranger, he goes up to them, he sniffs their their crotch, and then and then swipes puts his up. nose into it and swipes up to swipe it. Yeah, it's not great. Okay, okay. So they only grow from October to December, and that's why they're so expensive. And it, right now, truffles are really hot, so it's like a fall thing. You know, they have a truffle fest in Italy. It's a fall thing. It's cool. Uh, the record price for a truffle was set in 2007 when a Macau casino owner paid $330,000 for one truffle? Yes, for a truffle that weighed three pounds. Why? I don't know. Why do rich people do things? I, I don't know. Like it's, it's, a, it's a status thing, too. Like in New York, the re- there's restaurants that have truffles, and it's a thing to go to the truffle restaurants. What? Yeah, what's something that's expensive? Do you like lobster that much? Did you like lobster before you were veg? I I've rarely had it, dude. It's so know. expensive. I don't, I don't get it. It's so expensive, and whenever I had it, I just don't get it. You don't get it. I don't. I never got it. I'm like, do you like crab? It's not, do you like crab with butter? It, yeah, but the crab tastes Crab's same as good. the lobster. Crab's good. Right? Was I don't think I've ever had lobster, or I, I don't remember having it. Okay, continue. But d- didn't we? I feel like we did this on another episode that it was actually lobsters are somehow related to cockroaches. Do, isn't the thing you're reading that lobsters are related to human beings? Oh, no, the, the lobster behavior. Lobster behavior. Why? Because alpha alpha lobster. There's like this whole dominance hierarchy with lobsters. Basically, the alpha lobster gets all the ladies and gets all the resources and gets the best little lobster cave, while the other lobsters don't get anything. So people sometimes use it as uh, behavioral parallels to humans. Okay, lobsters. Okay, so that the most expensive. Expensive travel, travel $330,000. Okay. <clears throat> the same dude, right after he bought that, he bought two other truffles for $200,000. So he fucking Sick. obviously likes truffles. Sick. Um, and then he had, you know, he had his slaves like put it all over his body when he took a bath and his money. Right? Yeah. Basically. Okay. Truffle meal prices in Soho in New York. Okay. This is a restaurant called Biche Cucina. Or, oh God. Something Italian. Truffle. It sounds expensive. Tru- a sunny side up egg. That's it. Okay. Sunny side up egg. 
with truffles on it, with white truffle on it, how much does that cost in Soho, New York? Right now, it was like 30 bucks. It's 75 bucks. There we go. Sunny side up egg with the truffles on it. Risotto with Parmesan on truffle is 95 bucks. Yeah. The world's most expensive hot dog in Seattle. This is what it has on it. Smoked cheese, bratwurst, teriyaki grilled onions, maitake mushrooms, wagyu beef, shaved black truffles, caviar Japanese mayonnaise, all served up in a brioche bun. Okay, so it has black truffles on it. It is a $200 hot dog. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You know what? I just have some I have some quicker ones right here before we get to uh, the longest noodle. Okay? Here's some quick ones. Fastest time to peel and eat an orange. Oh. 20 seconds. Uh, 17 seconds by two Indian brothers in Mumbai. They fucking peeled it and ate it they, in 17 seconds? 17.5 seconds. They peeled and ate an orange. And they, damn. What damn. is their technique? That's fucking... What's their technique for peeling it? I I've... They have a knife. They have a knife. That's fantastic. They do something with the knife. I don't know. I literally won't get oranges because I hate peeling them. Most oranges peeled and eaten in three minutes. It's by the same Indian brothers. I mean, they're fucking good, these two. Yeah, they're fucking good. Six. Yeah, it's six. Mm-hmm. In three minutes. Can you imagine? Peeling and eating. That's ah, a lot of citrus. Yeah. So one peels and the other eats. It's a team. It's a team. <laughs> it's a team event. <laughs> Okay, another quick one. Heaviest carrot. It's a twenty-two. <laughs> it's a twenty-two pound monster. This carrot. Fuck yeah, okay, baby. it's the most disgusting looking carrot you've, ever, yeah. you've ever seen in your Fuck life. Fuck yeah. Uh, most bananas snapped in a minute. This this dude just took takes bananas and he snaps them. What do you mean he snaps them? He he snaps he snaps them so that the peel comes off the banana. So he peels a banana. Yeah, he basically peels a banana. Okay. 119 in a minute. He peeled 119 bananas. He snapped 119 bananas. I don't get what the fuck that means. I guess some people snap their bananas when they eat them. Not me, because I would never, ever, ever do something so savage and desecrate the banana. Banana is the fruit that you never want to eat. I hate a banana. That you always have to eat. I have another. In in acai bowls, I have a gripe. What they like to do is that they like like to put a lot of banana on there and very few berries. (laughs) That is a cost cutting way. To run an acai place, I think the banana with bananas banana. are kind of bullshit. Whenever someone, I like this. whenever so, someone says, "Oh, I'll just have a banana," and they take it in their car because they're going somewhere, guess what happens? That Smells banana up the that banana car. ends up staying in the car yeah. for a hundred years. Smells like shit. Or someone goes in your car and you got to run somewhere and they grab a banana. All of a sudden, that banana stays in your car. What's, smells like most banana. likely you eat the banana, but then the peel stays in your car. No one's ever eaten a banana. It's like I love this. They're always like, I, I think this is good for me. I hate. I'll, Do you know I'll, what I mean? I'll only eat the banana if you cut it up with a knife. The only reason I eat bananas is because I think I heard somewhere that they're good for you. I never eat. That them was a pleasure. thing. Was, that was a must have been a marketing thing by Dole or something. What if you it know, comes out like banana? If bananas are like bad for you, no one would eat fucking bananas again because no one likes them. No, nobody likes bananas. That's why it's called second banana because it's like this banana. You know, you're the second bananas, banana. It's always a fruit. It's the fruit that's available that you never ever want. It's the cheap ever. fruit that you never want ever, ever, ever. It's a pretty unique looking fruit when you think about it. But it's it's, it's not like good. a cock. Also, they always get squished. It's like it's what the fuck does that skin do? It doesn't protect the fruit at all, does it? That skin on the outside. I mean, they get squashed okay, so going, easily. Keep going. I'm just saying. Okay. Now we've come to the climax of my section. Once again, this podcast is one for us. Okay? Okay. This is the world's longest noodle. 
Okay, can you please open, <laughs> please open up the dude nature picture share? <laughs> please this open. This is it not up. a penis. This is not this a is penis. A, you're talking this about an actual noodle. Shit. All right, yeah, so tell me what you're I, seeing. Okay, I'm looking at a humongous. There's a humongous bowl, and inside of the bowl is just one big noodle wrapped around a lot. I mean, I mean. All right, go to the picture below it. What do you see? The collage. Okay. I see them making. I see them making the noodle. It's yes, gross. A Chinese bad. food company making the noodle. So they actually have to make it from one batch. Like they can't, you can't take pieces and put it together. For they're the like record. very carefully like putting the noodle in because if they break it, they're, they're, act, they're fucked. Right? right. You cannot piece together anything. So it has to come from the same batch of dough. So they take it out of a bowl in the water. They're putting it on a metal table and they're rolling it out and they're, they're, Making it go shorter so they get more uh, more structure, and then they, they roll it back out again. The whole thing took seventeen hours to make. <laughs> took seventeen hours to make this noodle. These these are okay. these noodle people are amazing. Wait, watching I them do to, it. I, I gotta say part of my section in here. Okay, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I go just, ahead. You know, it's just no offense. All right, <laughs> all right. I, I have, no, no, it's no. It's just no offense. No. It's no offense. It's no offense. What are you gonna say? I'm vulgar and immature, <laughs> as my fiance okay. called me okay. during wedding. Looking, don't do it. So the people making this this noodle, it's it's they're they're Chinese, right? Yeah. Okay. The most average, I, I have to say. The, so I looked up. It's there's literally a record for the demographic of, demographic of the most average human being. Like they, <laughs> is they took this is National Geographic. Wait, Wait, listen to me. You don't want to save this. No, you don't want to save. <laughs> no, this. because it connects to the noodle. So <laughs> this is this is National Geographic actually commissioned. They they commissioned the study. <laughs> oh, they, they don't didn't. fucking believe me. No, Look it up. I swear no, to didn't. fucking god. Okay, they commissioned this study. Um, the most average human being taking composite of all human beings is a 28 year old. Right-handed Chinese man, li- <laughs> living living wait, in an urban setting. Wait, it's not the average, and they took the median then, right? They must have taken the median. No, no, you no the average, Adam. Well, the average would be like a combination of everyone. That's what they did. It was a I composite a measure of a central compo- tendency. Just shut up. It was a composite. Okay, composite. A twenty-eight-year-old right-handed Chinese yeah. man living in an urban setting. Okay, gotcha. That earns less than twelve thousand dollars a year. Oh fuck. Oh no. <laughs> Really? Yeah. <laughs> and the reason I bring this up is he a father or no? Is because I think that when you, when you're the most average human being, you've got to make the longest noodle. <laughs> <laughs> Bang, baby! Because in the picture, there is a couple <laughs> of like, the most average looking I, human in beings. In the picture, you know, I just in the picture that I see, there's a lot of the most average human beings trying to make something <laughs> not average. I'm making okay. a huge noodle. Wait, just because you are an average no- human being. Doesn't mean that you can't make an incredibly long Just noodle. Just because you're an average human being doesn't mean you have to spend 17 hours making a huge noodle. <laughs> well, that's what I have to say. Just a couple other say la vie. A couple other things about the most average person they speak. <laughs> I'm looking at the guy in the picture right now, dude. It is a 28 year old right-handed <laughs> Chinese man living in an urban setting. He's yeah. the most average person in the world. Um, they uh, they speak Mandarin. Mm-hmm. The most average person does not have a car or a bank account, but does own a cell phone. Wait, no car or bank account? One of the other crazy things about the most average human being is is like they're really poor. Right. You. It's right. like shocking. <clears throat> they earn less than twelve thousand dollars a year. They do not have a car or bank account, but they definitely own a cell phone. Yeah. Um. In twenty thirty, the most <laughs> the most average person is gonna is transitioning to a twenty six year old man from India. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, how is that person doing? Well, well, they're becoming the most common. <laughs> okay. Uh, so <laughs> NPR. Yeah. In an NPR interview. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, 
They like they interviewed someone who fit the most typical person in the world profile. No way. A twenty-eight-year-old. What's his name? Right-hand Chinese man. I don't wait, know. If, wait, I, I thought it'd be a woman. There's more women than men, right? In on the planet. That's, um, that's a I little think, weird to me. Well, I think more men are born, but oh, more women true? are around. Yes, we die. Okay, we so die all the time. I, I am a little seen, surprised. Have you seen how much how you're? You're, the women are so much better with healthcare. My 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 fiance is like always going to the doctor and take care of herself. I hate going to the doctor. Right. Or is that, is that <laughs> a, I'd rather just die than waste my time. Do you think that's a gentile thing or is that is that a sex sex thing, gender thing? Um, mm-hmm. our our amazing friends, the gentiles, mm-hmm. who we love. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that's the I think it's a sex thing. The the women yeah. are just better. They're literally better at like going to the doctor. Yeah, because, because well, I fucking I just it's such a schlep it's such a schlep going to the doctor that I just don't give a shit I don't go then I die okay let me just tell you so the reason I say NPR National Geographic is so that no one gets mad at me and calls me immature and vulgar for bringing this up it was an NPR interview they found a 28 year old Chinese man and they asked him how it felt to be the most common person and they, well they showed him the study and he said this is his quote he said I have a common face a common background suddenly you realize you say wow. I'm the most typical person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, but it's a different it's different in Asia, you know, there's not as much individualism in their culture. There's more of a togetherness. You can feel it just being down there. Um with how they drive and traffic even? Apparently. Yeah, right? Yeah, I mean a, a, like literally apparently it's the most average human being. Okay, so there's a bunch of average human beings working on this noodle. Um the company is the Jingnian Jingxiao Food Company. Jingxiao uh, yep. Based. Yeah. How true. So, how uh, long can you go talking about Chinese things without just making Chinese Chinese words? I'll tell you one thing. How long can we make the longest noodle section? Okay, continue. Okay. Zhishou. What the head of marketing said Zhishou. when they because they made the noodle on Chinese Senior Day because a noodle is apparently a symbol of long life. He said, "We like to eat cakes on birthdays, but eating long noodles is the most important thing for Chinese." A long noodle is a symbol of long life in Chinese tradition. And the longest noodle record attempt was one for the company to wish the elderly a long and healthy life. That's what he said. Because we're super average. All right. In the video, so they, they keep stretching it out. They keep making it shorter because they don't want to break it. And then at the end, you can see that they roll the noodle into a giant bowl of water, water to make it really nice looking. It's actually very organized at the end. Right. It's just wrapped, coiled up in the giant... In the most giant stainless steel bowl you've ever seen. Another world record, probably. Okay? It took 88 pounds of flour and seven gallons of water to make this noodle. <laughs> 88 pounds of flour. Um, <laughs> after making it, they served it with tomato sauce to the workers. Okay. Okay, so you may be average, but your employer will give you free noodle with tomato sauce if you work for 17 hours. Right. And earn less than $12,000 a year don't have a car or bank account. Yep. It was cooked in garlic, egg, and tomato sauce and given to the 400 employees. All right. So there you go. Okay. So, <laughs> wait, you're done. How long is noodle? I just have like, oh, so during, I'm just, I'm looking at my section, biggest human penis. Right. Like, like, it's let, time to move on. Let's take two headlines. Let's, let's Biggest let's human on. dick and longest noodle and see which one people want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Um, we're going to take a quick musical break. And after that, it'll be time for the halftime honey. And we will talk about some aviation. Vulgar and immature. Because I was always called immature growing up. Like, my teachers, like, literally everyone called me immature. You know what I mean? But now but now I've grown, apparently, to also be vulgar and immature, too. Okay, you know what I mean? That's why I thought it was funny. Do you not think it's funny at all? 
What does your fiance call you? Oh, congratulations. By the way, Adam is engaged now, as of yesterday. Are you ever called things by your fiance, like vulgar and immature? No, this is the Halftime Honey Toast, where we discuss and celebrate some absurd science in the news that is somehow related to our episode. I find the story and Noah responds with his immediate thoughts. Mm -hmm. Okay. Today, what do we have? What are we drinking? We are drinking the Jack Daniels coffee. Neither the Jack Daniels honey nor the coffee you, that sponsors this podcast. a little too much weed edible last night. And yeah. so just trying to clear the head. Yeah. So we do not have any weed really? with us. <laughs> just, just trying to make it till five before we take we're, any bong okay, guys, We're trying to make it till 4.30 without a bong We rip. can do it. Okay, here we, we go. Okay, I raise my glass of non-sponsored coffee once again. It is good though. To the magic of flight. There it is, to the magic of flight. Okay? Because here are some really cool flight records. What is the longest running flight right now, servicing right now? The longest running flight? Yes. Where do you think it goes from? Okay, the longest running flight, that the history of being Oh, the sorry, it's direct. The, the longest direct flight. Uh, in the U- in, in U.S. history, yes, by time in U.S. history. No, it's not like it's longest running. It's the it's the most hours flying fly, flying in the air. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I can see how you made that mistake. Uh, is it New York to France? It is New York to something. Is it more New guess. York to Australia, Sydney? No, it is New York to Singapore. It's a seventeen-hour flight. What's, so, what's the shortest flight? You're not going to get this one. It's 53 seconds. It's between two Scottish islands. It's 53 seconds? 53 seconds. Oh, right. Okay. Because it's just like take off and then like right. barely take off and land. That's um, a fun. Uh, There's a barf. That's called the barf flight. Here's one. Uh, the most passengers ever on board of an aircraft. Oh, I like this. Uh, 200? No. 1,088. Okay. What? Well, in 1991, I don't exact. I don't know why. Okay, because once again, half-assed. This is one for us. Didn't do too deep for research. Ethiopian refugee refugees were flown to Israel from Ethiopia on this plane. Can I tell you something fucking insane? Yeah. I, this is this is true. Yeah. Go ahead. I met the, the the one of the soldiers that that was in that when I went to Israel. They had him speak to like our group, and Wait, it was one what, of the. So- one of the soldiers that had went on the mission of this flight of of this mission that you're speaking oh, of. Okay, Whoa. one of the soldiers that went on this mission, he like spoke to like the group because it was like, it, what, what did he say? Wait, what? What, what was talked, the mission? What was the mission? Talked about it. Can you tell us more about it, the mission? He fucking went. They had to go to Ethiopia and rescue all these Jews. It's crazy. From do you know what the story is actually called? So, so people can like, it's like a good story. Is it from from genocide or what was going on in Ethiopia? Yeah, it was like some the Jews were getting persecuted, and Israel sent a bunch of soldiers to go rescue them, and it's a crazy story. It was awesome. Yeah, I think it's this mission. I mean, it must be right. It must be something like this. Isn't that crazy? Crazy thing about this flight, okay, is it arrived with two extra passengers. Do you know why? Why? There was a thousand and eighty-six when they took off, and when they landed, there was a thousand and eighty-eight passengers. Two people had a baby. Two people had babies on the flight. Two people had babies on the flight. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> it really is. So they delivered the baby on the flight? They delivered two babies on the flight. Two babies. Dude, that is wild. Right? Jeez. Yeah. I think this is like a real story. I think people should really look up this story because I think it's good. And we're I don't want us to just completely make a mockery of something that's actually cool. Uh, okay. Well, now it's time to talk about titties and dick. That's fucking right. 
Okay. Titties and dick. Um, let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about the biggest human penis. Okay. So, so let me just say the Guinness book of world records does not have a section for this. So I paid for a subscription to, subscription to Men's Health just to get biggest human penis information. <laughs> okay, you're welcome. That's they the, the kind of service they, that you get with Dude Nature. Are they the okay. arbiters of penis information? They're they're the the librarians. They are the only ones that had like a legit interview with him. Oh, with Falcon with Jay Falcon. Yeah, they had a legit interview, and I needed to get the info. Okay. Okay. So one day, a nondescript, average-looking office worker, just a normal-ass dude, was walking through airport security in San Francisco. He, he goes up to the metal detector, and the TSA agent notices a humongous bulge inside of his pants. And he, he pulls him aside, and he politely explains that the humongous bulge is his penis. Okay? That man is named Jonah Falcon, and the object in the examination is his 9.5-inch flaccid wiener, which grows to 13.5 inches when erect. He is a 9.5-inch flaccid penis? He is a 9.5-inch flaccid wiener holy it shit. grows to 13 and a half inches when it's erect that is such a giant flaccid it penis. is a giant and flaccid peanut yeah the, the crazy thing about it is how big it still is flaccid <laughs> right what a dick <laughs> what a dick that's the yeah. flas the size of the flaccid size of that is like an elephant trunk nine and a half inch flaccid elephant just, trunk penis. and the thing is yeah no he said that and the the interviewer said that <laughs> i don't know if he saw the penis or what? Jonah Falcon's Instagram is super weird, too. If, is if it? He, like, just takes pictures of his face. Oh, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get it? He doesn't get it. No, but this is my theme. If you have a humongous dick, you, you don't need to do anything because you just make money. Okay, so what He kind of just has a huge dick, so he's good. Yeah. With life. But he takes pictures of his face, and every once in a while, like, one out of every hundred pictures, he'll take a picture of himself holding a cucumber to, like, his wiener to show you that, like, that's the size of his wiener. And the wiener is in his but, pants? But there's no uh, cadence to it. It's just face, 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 <laughs> face, face, cucumber held in front of penis. Face, 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 cucumber. Oh, it's a, it's, is it, like, a good thing or a bad thing for the world that he doesn't get it? I think one of the funniest things about this is that he is just, is just a real average dude, and he's pretty weird, <laughs> too. And I don't know if he's weird because of the dick, Right or or you know or the weirdness weird because of the dick <laughs> or the or the weird weird dick before the weird I don't know how to do that um, but anyway he is openly bisexual and his his penis was first noticed at a that's interesting too I wonder if the penis has something to do with that <laughs> I just I just I, just I think about this, this is what goes on in my mind yeah okay he's openly bisexual and his penis was first noticed at a drag show that he went to. Then he got on an HBO documentary about large wieners, and his fame grew. Uh, when, when asked if he had more action because of his huge wiener, he said simply yes, that he's had sex with multiple A-list celebrities. And is he said that the weirdest thing is that he's constantly messaged on Instagram and Facebook by people specifically from conservative countries. Saying what? I don't know what to make of that. Wait, what does that mean? He said he's, what the hell does that he's mean? propositioned for sex all of the time on Instagram by people that are from conservative countries. That doesn't make what the fuck. I don't know mean? what to make of it. Again, he himself is a very strange guy. I'm sure that he's propositioned on Instagram. I don't Instagram totally for sex. think he gets it. He definitely doesn't get he it. He doesn't get that like his huge wiener is it's like, like he's getting him tons of money. <laughs> it could get him probably so Dude, much like, more if, money. Just go to his, and you're like he just takes Wait, no one has tried to manage that dick? No one's been like so, I'm going so to be the agent. This is of this why you have penis? an agent. Right, of because his penis? this is why you have an agent because he doesn't really know the kind of the kind of 
economical power he has with <laughs> that pants. dick. He doesn't pants. really get it on like he really doesn't. Um this is a great this is great. He says he's fat because he has never cared about his weight since it's never been hard for him to find romantic partners. <laughs> so basically if you have a humongous dick, you can just be fat because you have a humongous well, dick. I want to just reiterate that this isn't just a huge penis. This is a massive flaccid penis. Right. right. A flaccid dinger that is nine right. inches. It's it's also um it's not a skinny penis. They said that like you just hold out your arm and and, and circle your 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 forearm basically like almost at your elbow, and that's the girth of that penis. No. It's a fucking huge, huge, huge penis. <laughs> what? Um so <laughs> the hard <laughs> I like that he said he's fat because he's never cared about his weight since he has a huge dick. <laughs> I don't I think that dick needs an agent. That's what I would say to him. Wait, I think I really think okay. that he's not marketing it well. It's just he's not doing a good enough job. Okay, he still has the biggest penis. Yeah, he's been flown to like England and France. He's gone to do all the stuff. He was on Howard Stern. He basically just gets money because he has a huge dick. Mm-hmm. But he he's really not getting as much money as he could get. Yeah, if he would really monetize that dick. No, I got it. absolutely right. Yeah, I actually think the breast woman. It seems like she's done a better job. She's better at monetizing the breast than he is at monetizing the penis. No, he sucks at monetizing the penis. I think he's just kind of a weirdo. He's kind of a weirdo. Yeah. But is he weird because of the dick? Because his yeah, dick I'm sure. is so big. Well, he's always been treated differently because of his giant penis. He said that when he was a kid, he first noticed, when he was at boarding school when he was like very young, and a lot of the boys would say that he had a penis the size of people much, much older than him mm-hmm. when he took showers. Yeah. He says the best part about it, he says <laughs> another great part about having a huge penis is that he doesn't need to own a fancy car or buy a gun. Or not wear a mask. This is literally what he said. So beca- <laughs> or not wear a mask. Yeah, I love that part. I love that. I love wait, that. I love that. Wait, that's what? funny. That's, that's funny. amazing. Because so, he has a huge dick. He just doesn't need to buy a gun or fancy car or n- pretend not to wear, like, like, he like, literally, not wear a mask. He, or work out. He doesn't need to do any He doesn't just do it. He doesn't need to. Co- because literally needs he not to do nothing. He literally has the biggest dick in the world. He doesn't need to compensate for his masculinity in any way. So he doesn't. He's actually bisexual as well. He's actually bisexual. Oh my god! So he's he's like literally got past masculinity because of his giant. He penis. is over masculinity because of the size of his dick. That's incredible. Is he drive? Does he drive like a like a? Uh, well, it's really beautiful. Like a Fiat or something, right? <laughs> yeah, he probably like, just drives a minivan. Care. He probably just drives a minivan. He's like, that's practical. He's like, fuck it. And people are like, oh, you're 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 such a you're such a vagina. And then he's like, oh, here's my penis. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. I Look just at have the biggest. Yeah, you're right. I am a vagina. I also have the jo- most giant penis right, in the whole I have world. The biggest Johnson in the world. <laughs> Once again, this is one for us. <laughs> this is one for vulgar us. and immature. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. S- some random ones. Mm-hmm. The tallest nation. Do you know what the tallest nation is? Wait. We're we're done with penis. Does I'm have, not. Does done. he have a? Ch- I'm not done with Wait, penis. I, know, I do we, think we, we do have to be done at some point. Does he have a challenger or anything? He did have a challenger. It was some dude from Mexico that challenged him. No way. So they, and, and they re- the cat scan and like they he went into a doctor the dude from Mexico and it something's weird with his penis. It wasn't, it was a weird, it was like a defect. Jonah Falcon's penis, there's no defect to it. It's a beautiful, huge penis. This other <laughs> dude tried to fucking, is there some defects with his penis? Does Jonah Falcon have kids? Imagine him having so. a kid and being like, listen, son, don't need to work out. Don't need to get a job. Don't even need to try at son. school. Don't need to play sports. Just use that thing you got in your pants, son. <laughs> son, listen to me. Your best, listen, if your you, best asset, listen, assets was you got swinging I between was, them legs. I was a humongous moron and didn't even try to use it. 
like I could have, and I still, everything's been great. Son, we could have way more money if I had monetized my dick correctly, but I'm hoping that you do. You know what? This goes to show you. Here's the thing that I learned from this, is that it does matter to have a big penis, because then you don't, it, it matters does. a lot. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, it you is don't have funny to, have to think about, he doesn't give a, sh he is just fat because he doesn't care about working out because he's a huge dick. You know what I mean? Like, it is kind of funny. How fat like, is he? he? He's just fat. Like, he's just over masculinity. He's just fat. It doesn't matter. He's just pudgy. Also, like, you know, he doesn't have problems being ripped to, to get with the other sex because he has a huge dick, so he just gets with the other sex anyway. Because they know he's known to have a humongous wiener. <laughs> he's known. Yeah. All right. Let's, all right. We're, we're, we're done. We're, we're done. done. We're, we're done. We're, 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 done. Done. we're not. We're not done, but we're done. Vulgar and immature. Yeah. The t all right. The, t the tallest nation is the Netherlands at an average height of six feet. Yeah, this is bad. For the males. This is bad. Um, not only are they taller than you, they have a better society than you, and they're probably more fit than you and better looking. Um, the shortest nation is Laos, with an average height of five feet four inches. Baby. Awesome. I'm moving to Laos. We're, Let's we'd go. Be, we would be tall in Laos. We'd be we'd be average height in Laos. We're tall. We'd be tall in Laos. We'd be taller than average height. Yeah. So you're say saying so what you're saying on this podcast is that you're over five four. Yeah. Okay, everyone, go ahead and fact check that one. <laughs> fact, London, you need the London. <laughs> you fact know checkers? that you know that you're not very tall when you're really striving to get five six on your license. I mean, it's just like a joke. Honestly. When you're trying to get five six on your license, you know that you're really it's just like a really joke. short. When I was, when I was teaching, I'd be like, oh, really? This twelve year old girl is like almost as tall as me. Whenever so I go dumb. past the middle school girls, like this like is soccer, so stupid. They're playing like you know because mom's house is right by the fields where the like middle school girls play soccer. Yeah. Sometimes they'll be coming out of practice when I'm like biking home from a coffee shop or something and i'm like oh look most of the girls are taller than me oh god you guys are big <laughs> whoa whoa get those rebounds all right the most homeless country in the world what is it uh the country of portland <laughs> i love, love that answer yeah. fuck <laughs> i love that answer uh it's france with 216 oh. homeless people for every 100,000 people number two Damn, is the, is the think about that number two is the good old usa with 177 people per 100,000 people and then after one and two, after France and the U.S., the numbers drop like way off. So it's like France and the U.S. just completely mismanaged homeless, homeless, the homeless crisis, and everyone else has Wait, like kind of done it. So like, is is Paris very homeless? I guess then, it is. I wouldn't. I didn't think of that. It's at pretty all. interesting. There's a lot of I, French homeless people. I would love to look into that more. But France has a very big homeless problem. France has a very big homeless problem. Hmm. You wouldn't think that. Nowhere else in the in the in the Europe, not close to France and the U.S. Okay. Uh, the longest mustache is a 14-foot-long mustache with by a dude in India. 14 foot? It's a 14-foot dinger. Shouldn't say dinger because we just well, talked about that. Yeah, so if you have a 14-foot mustache, you got to ask yourself, what does he have in his pants? Right, so it's probably not very big. Jonah Falcon never cared to have a mustache because he or has a, a car job. Yeah. Right? Or a car or job or whatever. Right? But this dude has a 14-foot mustache. So now ask yourself, how big is his Johnson? It's yeah. probably not very big. Right. It's probably not very big. It is funny to think about, like, is there actually an inverse between the amount of guns owned like, the guns, amount of guns owned to penis size? So he actually said, I don't have to not wear a mask because I have a giant penis. Yeah, he literally said that. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, maybe he is he more has, clued beyond, in than I think. He's beyond masculinity. No, he's not clued in. Look, look, <laughs> look, look, look at his Instagram. Wait, when we start our new, he's pod, not clued in. He's he's not. No, has this idea for podcast that we really want to start called Tub Talk. And Tub Talk this is where dream. we we it's our dream is where we go in a hot tub and we invite us some sort of celebrity, well known person to come in the hot tub with us. We do like 20, 25 minute episodes. Basically, the time it drinks takes you to drink a beer in a hot tub. 
Right. So we have to get, they get in the tub with us. We somehow yeah. get the mics in the tub. It's called it's called tub talk, and we somehow get the mics in the tub. And we fucking have a podcast with them in the tub with us. I think the first... That's all I want. That's, all, that's my dream. The first guest has to be Jonah Falcon. I would do fucking... And, and he has to be in a swimsuit. And we're just like... We're like, dude, you're dude, displacing the water with your python. <laughs> and that's what we did this episode. We talked about dick. Oh, God. Right. Uh, again, one for us. Um, do you think he'd have a beer for his penis as well? Like a little Coronita? Here, Jonah. Here, oh, here's here's a beer jo- for your little, pet. Here, little Jonah. Here, feed your here, pet. Little, feed, feed your pet. pet. Feed your python. Um, do you know, I don't know I how I got to this. Do you know on average how many times it takes driving drunk to be caught and given a DUI? Uh, once? 80 times. What do you mean? What do you mean 80 times? The average in the U.S. of times dr- driven drunk before being caught and given a DUI is Oh, 80. oh, oh, I see. Okay. See what I mean? How did you, how did they get that data? You know, I have no idea, but it makes sense based on when we were in high school, how much drunk driving we did. Yeah, not good. I'm just, glad we, ne- I'm glad we never not, got the I'm wait, glad wait, we wait, wait. Okay. We did it. I guess we did do it. We didn't go on freeways. There's a lot of back roads in Mill Valley. A lot we, of back roads. We did go on freeways. Yeah, maybe we did. It was really that dumb. Was so stupid. It's so fucking stupid, but it takes 80 times. I don't know why. It takes 80 times driving to be caught. And I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know what to make of it, really. But that's, that's just the fact. I, don't know, I wonder how they got that data. Yeah. Um. Do you know what the most common male... So the most common male name, which is one the top... Yeah. The, I know it. Yeah, it's won the top spot in the last hundred years. This is the name that has been number one in 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 the most years. Okay, so is it the top name of all time? Is it's, it the most common name in the world? It is the top. It has been number one. So out of the last hundred years, the most common name. This has oh, been yeah. the most common name the most okay, years. Let me guess. Okay. I think it's Muhammad. In the U.S. Oh, in the U.S. <laughs> in the U.S. In the U.S. Right. So it wouldn't be Muhammad. Not um, exactly. It probably it's so it's not it's not Jesus or Muhammad. In the U.S., it's John. John's okay. the most common name. It's actually Michael. What the fuck? Michael is the most common. I, I know. <laughs> I, I love all my friends that are Michael, but I'm sorry. Wait, it's not Michael. It's John. M- listen, no. Michael is the most common male name, having 44 years out of the last 100 as the top name. Okay. Do you know what the most common woman name is? Right. Once you play the sound effect, I understand that. <laughs> you just let her run. In Tub Talk, we, we, we're gonna, we need a guy to do this shit, and we just get no, to- We're obviously going to have a guy. guy. We need a guy. If anyone wants to sponsor us for Tub Talk, just give us, give us a holler. <laughs> That's my fucking dream. It's us in a tub. How funny would with, that be? Yeah. We get people in the tub. They feel super weird and uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's absolutely perfect. And then we have them in a hot tub. <laughs> do, you know what, do you know what the most common woman name is? Um, In the last 100 years? It, this this name has won 30. It has been number one, 37 oh. out of the last 100 years. It would actually be great to do an episode on naming. That'd be really fun and interesting. Okay. Yeah. Put that down. Okay. The, the woman name of the last 100 years. Yeah. Uh, Jane. I like I don't I don't think your guesses are bad, but the most common name is Mary. Oh yeah, yeah. That's I mean yeah, you, you I can mean, see you can that definitely one. see that. Yeah, yeah most definitely common name. Mary. Uh, let's go to working out. Okay, mm-hmm. so you know how it's super hard to hold a plank for like two and a half for like two minutes, two and a half minutes. It's really hard. Like to you hold it for two minutes. It's very hard to hold it for two minutes. You start dying. Okay, do you know what the longest plank ever held was? What was it? Why don't you guess? I, I, I take mean, one guess. It's really hard to hold it for two minutes. So. Listener, listener, dear listener, you you guessed. I don't take know. Guess. Maybe it's ten minutes. 
Okay, sure. Um, it's something like 20 hours. The longest plank shit. ever held is by Daniel Scally, who held it for nine hours and 30 minutes. How? How do you, how? I, I don't know, but it, it, it's, it's a plank. It's just like, there's nothing, he's not cheating, like he's doing a fucking plank. What's wrong with his body? This is, this, this is even crazier. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel has a condition, after falling off a trampoline from a young age, he has a condition in his left arm called CRPS. Um, and it's basically where anything hurts his arm, even like getting like water on it causes him extreme pain. Oh my God. And so he did this to show that what you can, what you can achieve mentally. What the so hell? Not only did this dude plank for nine hours, and 30 minutes, he planked having a condition where even like drops of water hurts his arm. What? Wait, he's just a savage. How ripped is he? I, I'm mentally ripped. How wait? I don't understand how you do it for nine hours. I mean, after two minutes, how does it feel? It feels like you're gonna explode. He also has a condition mm-hmm. that hurts. His arm. Yeah, I I don't know. Um, before this, the record was a 63 year old like ex marine had the had the sure yeah. I can he see looks that. like fucking the you know the dude in Avatar, the commander in Avatar. Yeah, he literally looks like that dude. And these guys aren't cheating. There's no ass up. There's no cheating. He actually Daniel he had held a plank before for about nine hours and thirty minutes, and it was disqualified. Because judges said that his hips were too high. Oh, my God. Yeah. As Daniel puts it, I wanted to show people that no matter what pain you deal with, no matter what issues you have, if you want to do it and you believe you can do it, then go for it. What? What's his name? Daniel. Daniel Scally. That's amazing. Right. Okay. What do you think the world record is for the longest time holding your breath underwater? Oh, yeah. I think we've been through this. I think we've been through. It's like 23 minutes. Uh, yeah, yeah. For, for diver Budimir Sobat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Russian. Right? Yeah. After nope, Croatian. After training for six days a week mm-hmm. in an effort to raise awareness about earthquakes and autism, he was very specific about getting the earthquakes and the autism. <laughs> I think it's funny. I I, just, I do think it's funny that he didn't pick one. No, he's like earthquakes and autism. <laughs> this is a and this is rescue a fundraiser dog. for earthquakes, earthquakes, autism, rescue dogs, <laughs> poverty, earthquakes and autism. You know, he just he's stuffing them all in. So He's th- stuffing them all in. How much money goes to autism? How much goes to earthquakes? Right. It's something you have to ask Ask him. Um, he has the world record for holding his breath for 24 minutes and 11 seconds. It's just crazy. So how do you do that, right? I think the plank is crazier. Oh, right. Oh, I see a picture of him. He he has some sort of things on the side of his head that look a little bit like fish gills. Okay. He's, he's not... Che- <laughs> Very good. He's, I see his web feet. Very he's good. some sort of web uh, foot. I think the plank is crazier. Yeah. Nine hours, there. I can't even, so nine hours, 30 minutes, I can't hold a plank for two, two and a half minutes. So I'm not totally sure how he's holding it for nine hours and 30 minutes. They're both pretty, pretty ridiculous. I don't know what, it just I, makes you think of how much of a, of, of a bitch you are, you know? Totally. Like I couldn't even work out this morning. My pea brain was so bad. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to work out this What's morning. pea brain? Explain to the people. Pea brain is when you smoke a lot of pot. And then you go to bed. And then the day after, you feel like you're in a mental fog. You feel like you're in a like cloud. Like the fog rolling like across the golden around, like golden you're flying bridge. around You're in a inside cloud. of the fog. You can't see anything. Nothing. You can't do anything. Nothing productive is happening. Like, yeah. My, it's, it's a rough state. Right. Um, and, you know. Okay. Let's get, let's, let's get to what the people want. Yeah. Okay. It's the breast time. Isn't the it? largest breasts in the world. Can I look at them now on Slack? Okay. Go to Slack. I will. Yes. I will include a picture no. on the Instagram. No. Okay, I'm looking at. Let me just say, I'm looking at a woman with who is just okay. 90% made up of breast. This the woman you're looking at. Her name is Anise Hawkins. She's from Atlanta, Georgia, and each breast weighs 56 pounds. Her breast size is 102 z z z z. Oh, she's married. Of course, she's married. 
<laughs> was that a question? <laughs> they, she has she has a pitcher of water in front of her, and it looks like the breasts are about to crush the pitcher of water. <laughs> it is honestly hysterical. Oh my god! It's so hysterical. she's done a better job marketing her breasts. She's not. So she's been on show. Like she's she's she has said, she herself has said that she's made millions of dollars from her breasts. Oh yeah. So she she has done a much better job with the monetization monetizing those boobs. Yeah, I mean, even the way she's wearing her shirt, she's doing this good marketing here. Yeah, um, I'm gonna include a picture. It's really funny. She just has it. Is, they are absolutely did, massive. She must have crazy back issues, right? With she says heaviness. that she has to be careful when she gets out of bed because she can like really hurt herself. She's like, oh, there, I, there I go. I just want to be clear: the breasts are not like sexually attractive because it is just like insane, but it's crazy. <laughs> those, those are some absolute tatas. Yeah, this poor woman. Uh, well, not well, really, but not. She's, she's made, not poor. Again, she's made my a lot theme of money. is that if you just have big breasts or a big penis, then you're good. Yeah, if you're listening to this with really big breasts or a big penis, like what are you doing? Guess what? It kind of appears like she doesn't work out. I don't know if she can work out. How could you work? There's out? There's no way that you could run with those. Every day is a workout when you got a Jonah Falcon sized python in your pants or yeah. these are breast. So, or how big are these actually? They are 102. Uh, Z Z Z Z. They are, we had to make more each, letters in the listen, alphabet. Each breast weighs fifty six pounds, which means that basically each breast is is weighs as much as a dog. <laughs> Literally, each <laughs> breast is a big dog. <laughs> Just a Labrador on each breast. <laughs> oh my god! It's fucking wild. Jesus. Right, video game records. Yeah. This, this one's for you. This yeah. one's for you. Lo- longest single game of football manager ever played. Oh, You're no. going to love this one. No, no. If you guys don't, don't know what don't, football manager don't do is, this to me. it don't is a, this to a me. soccer management game that is very addicting and, Unfortunately, and very popular. Steam, Steam yeah. tracks your hours that you play on the games, which really it shouldn't do because it makes you feel like a giant turd bag. Whenever I learn more about video game stuff, or I, I just kind of feel like an asshole for playing video games. I know. I, well, I, I don't want to play the games on the on the xbox anymore i don't think because they're not like the games i play on the computer are so amazing yeah okay they the, can be so amazing they can't the, the longest single game football manager ever played oh was my god they, they played for 221 in-game years it was it was by a dude in poland his in-game manager who's he managing? His character i don't know his character was technically two, oh a polish club that he loves yeah his in-game manager was technically 258 years old he had played 14,381 matches and he had, a, he had a winning percentage of 76%. So, he, yeah, guess what? He get, you get good at the game. But uh, he, he played for 221 in-game years. How many times did he win the Polish championship? I don't know. Uh, largest payout for a win in an esports tournament. This just happened. Oh. Well, it happened before. I don't know. It's, is it close to a million? Hold on. Uh, when did this happen? I think it was right before Corona. For what game? For Call of Duty? Something? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. So it's the largest payout for a winning esports tournament. Again, I think it just happened before Corona. His name is Kyle Gearsdorf. Uh, he's American. He's known online as Booga. Okay, he was playing in the in the first ever Fortnite World Cup, which was held uh, in the UK. Probably yeah, Fortnite. Yeah, shit. I, I don't get really why Fortnite is such a popular game. I don't know, but Christian Pulisic plays it. So okay, so now I'm in. Uh, so he's playing the fir- Fortnite World Cup in the UK. Yeah, he plays first and he won three million dollars. What? Three million three fucking mil. Um, what's crazier is that he is 16 years old. Oh, and, my God. And funny enough, the average age of the professional gamers was 16 years old. <laughs> yeah. You fu- got to be fucking why 16. They, why, are, why, is it, why are they better at 16? Because they have, they have time to play. They have time to practice, right? Because they don't have responsibilities. They have fast reflexes and addictive tendencies. Addictive tendencies. 
But they are so young, the professional gamers. Why? Is yeah, but, that? yeah, but you got to think when you get into your thirties, then you have a family and shit. You're not going to be even getting close. Well, but, but even with StarCraft, it's like when they get older, they slow down. They can't compete anymore. Yeah, the best StarCraft players are like early twenties. Because your brain, like, is it because your brain just like atrophies? I just, yeah, I think so. I think you just get slower. Yeah, I mean the wait, it's like clicks per clicks per second. CPS is how they measure the speed of some of these athletes these e-athletes right i mean it is i mean it's pretty impressive to win it's amazing can you imagine yeah. i mean we'd play the game that we played competitive the most is halo and we weren't very good i mean we were good but like we would right, get destroyed that's not true i the, the game I played competitive the most is is, is fifa okay. is fifa and FIFA, i'm fucking yeah. nice okay <laughs> and, and then yeah I, whoever wants i mean to play a shooter me, i mean a whoever shooter wants to play me in fifa it's the kush knight just find me find me online we'll play there you go um he says he plays at least six hours of Fortnite a day and he warms up by playing 30 minutes of creative mode where he just builds shit. Uh, as his mom said, he's been playing video games since he was three. So this is his passion. <laughs> yeah, I mean... He, t- he told us he could it. do this, he put his mind to it, and he did it. Damn, does, is he, does he work out? Sometimes those guys can be really fit. I think that, well, on the teams, like on the StarCraft teams, they, ha- they, they have a chef and stuff on the, on Star- the StarCraft Okay, teams. so in Korea, in Korea, StarCraft is like one of the national sports. Mm-hmm. And on the teams... They have like a chef and they work they work out because of mental it helps your mental state. Let me just to tell everyone how big gaming is in Korea. On the board of the best StarCraft players in the world, there's Koreans and then everyone else from any other country, from Denmark, from Japan, from the US, are called foreigners. There's right. the two groups. There's Koreans and foreigners. Right. Yeah. Right. Um The longest FIFA game marathon. Okay, so this no. is playing FIFA simultaneously, like, excuse me, playing FIFA straight through. So, like, playing a game and then getting mashed up in another game, just never stopping. Yeah. Like, not even, like, just, like, peeing in a bottle, like, never stopping. Um, It was a dude from North London with an Arsenal jersey on. Looks Mm -hmm. like a portly North Londoner. Sounds good. With an Arsenal jersey. that they, They set it up in a pub. Yep. And he played for 48 hours straight. How did he pee? He he just like I don't know. He peed in like a cup or something. He said that uh, for the last sixteen hours, he couldn't feel his hands. Okay, because you imagine like just playing game after game after game after game after game. So this was the longest session, longest session ever. He said for the last sixteen hours, he couldn't feel his hands, and also that he after like the first twelve hours, he basically lost every game. Yep. I don't know what to say about that one. <laughs> I don't know. I there really don't know what to say there about you go. that one. Open kimono. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going to do one more musical break, and then it is time for open kimono.
No, this is the open kimono where we freely talk and discuss our final thoughts on the topic and leave nothing to the imagination. What is your open kimono? My open kimono is that if you have a huge penis or huge breasts, you can, in fact, make tons of money. And I really think Jonah Falcon needs to monetize that dick, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. That's my that's that's my album kimono. My the biggest kimono, breast in the world. I just yeah. want to repeat. There it is. The size is one hundred and two z z z z. Around. I'm gonna dovetail off yours. I hate that. I a I, dovetail. I, I, I'm gonna dovetail. Hate when someone says that. I'm gonna dovetail. What would that's you like so to say? So stupid. I just wasn't such an annoying thing to say. Means I'm gonna branch off. I'm gonna branch off. It's right? such. It's such. I hate to say it, it's a very corporate of you. Very corporate. It's a very corporate lingo. It's very corporate. All right. Let me say something else. Okay. I am going to, I'm going to sync up with you on that one. That was good. Okay. I'm going to synergize with you. That's right. And say that every action by men might just be explained by their penis size. Right. Literally everything that has to do with their personality. It could just have to do with what they're packing in their pants. I do think the most interesting thing about the big penis is that like maybe there is something to the fact that people that drive sports cars have tiny penis. Have a tiny penis. Because, like, literally, the dude with the biggest penis... Is it a bad sign he, that he, I want to drive he a sports pro- car? He, dr- he doesn't give a shit about guns, sports cars, anything, or working out. Yeah. Because he's a huge Johnson. But what's he going to do if, you know, for if you want, like, a shotgun for self de- for house defense, someone breaks in your house, he's just going to hit them with his giant schlong? Was that the idea? Strangle them. He doesn't care. Strangle them with He'll just schlong. be like, hey, hey, robbers, this is my penis. And they'll be like, oh, shit. The that's big, a giant fuck, penis. That's big, a giant holy one. shit, that's a giant penis. Right. You're talking about a, ho- a shotgun for home defense. Home defense. That, so because that's what you want and you're thinking about, does that well, I feel my manliness? I feel bad because I, I'm kind of like, well, I'll probably get a shotgun when we get a house just for home defense, have it in the house. And I kind of want a sports car because they're really cool. You know, the bad signs, right? Do you really want a sports car? I, I really want to drive manual. So I want to learn how to drive manual really bad and get an I old sports car. I think that you have a small dick. Shit. Well, that means you do too. <laughs> the associative principle. <laughs> so we found out as we found how we small found our out. wieners are. <laughs> that's great. Not what only good. are we small, that's why we call it our wieners are small too. <laughs> that's why we call it open kimono. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Shout Fantastic. Out, shout out to Sarah and her boyfriends. Just, I hope that, you know, I hope that they don't have guns or sports cars. Because that means, you know, got a nice penis size. Nobody says no to a nice penis size. Nope. Nope. Okay. You can find us at dude underscore nature. That's where the underscore is at Instagram. Dude underscore nature at Instagram. Leave us a review at Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. It helps us keep the podcast running. Yeah, let me Please get, do it. Here. You can leave us a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. It's very unclear which one's which. Just go on them. Leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you. You can leave us a Ligma. Ligma. Leave us a Mike Oxhard. Yeah. Just if you, literally. Make if you it. want to learn more about the podcast, go to dudenaturepod.com. Not dudenature.com. That was taken from us. That's because go Adam to, didn't re-register the domain. Go to dudenaturepod.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we love you guys. Thank you so much for supporting us and listening. Bye.